You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 72. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast, here to always bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information. I want to start off today's podcast with a discount code because I've had a lot of athletes contacting me lately and they want to know the discount code for Infinite Nutrition. So that discount code for 15% off is Earn That Body. I think it's all one word. Just type it in, earn that body. And Infinite Nutrition, if you haven't tried it yet and you are an athlete, it is awesome because you can customize a formula just for yourself. And it is what I've been using in my Ironman training. So when I'm on the bike, I need a certain amount of carbs, a certain amount of uh, sodium, a certain amount of calories. And so I actually created a formula specific for my needs. Um, And I can help you do that. If you need any help, always let me know. I have a program called Fuel That Body that helps all athletes. And now I want to move right into our tip of the day. I always like to give you guys some type of health factoid, nutrition factoid, something like that. Well, just the other day, just so you know, uh, a a study came out or an article came out, I should say, and the title of it, I know it's going to make y'all happy, is, Is Dark Chocolate Healthy? Now, right now, all my chocolate lovers are going, please say it's healthy. You know, tell me the truth. So yes, aren't you happy? Yes, dark chocolate has compounds that offer health benefits and can be enjoyed without guilt. That's what it says. Isn't that wonderful? But don't don't be eating the entire candy bar quite yet. Um, dark t- chocolate is rich in cocoa solids, which contain compounds known as flavanols. And at high levels, the cocoa flavanols have been shown to help lower blood pressure and cholesterol, improve cognition, and possibly lower the risk of diabetes. So dark chocolate actually has the highest amount of cocoa flavanols, milk chocolate has less, and white chocolate has none. And that's probably because white chocolate should not even be allowed to be called chocolate. (laughs) Coming from a chocolate lover myself, I've never been a white chocolate fan. So you can avoid the white chocolate because it's not going to give you these flavanols that you actually need. Now here's the the clincher, right? So there's always something that you have to deal with about something so fabulous like chocolate being healthy for you. Of course, you have to watch, what do you think? You have to watch how much chocolate you're actually eating. So you're not actually going to be able to eat the entire candy bar. Let's see how much they say that you should take in. I think it's one ounce. Yep, one ounce of chocolate. That would be it. So I bet if you actually weighed out how much one ounce is, it's probably not as big as the piece maybe that you have been eating. But that's what it is. So if you want to take in a little extra health, you can get it through dark chocolate, but always do watch your serving size. Okay, let's get right into our topic today, which was a recommended topic by one of my clients. And I'm always telling you guys, if you have a topic you want me to cover, shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com. I'm happy to cover it if I haven't covered it already and if I think that it's going to help many others 
This one definitely is a question that I get a lot from my clients. Uh, and the question sort of was, how do you eat healthy when your partner, your friends, your family do not? That's hard to do. I totally get it. If my family was eating pizza, burgers, and fries every night while I was trying to eat healthy, it makes it a lot harder. And then the second part of the question was how do you go out to a dinner party or a wedding or a function without everybody thinking you're on an annoying diet? (laughs) I love that because, yeah, you don't want to be that Debbie Downer, right, at a function. And we all know who I'm talking about, those people who show up and they're like already negative, glum, sad face, and they're constantly talking about, I can't eat that. No, I can't eat that. And they're making it a really negative situation because they're on some type of diet. So we're going to talk about those two different things and how to handle it, how I handle it as well. I, I fortunately, I should say, don't have the issue of my husband being an unhealthy eater. Um, He's not as healthy as me, but he's definitely a healthy eater. So I don't have that issue, but I know a lot of you do. And this is what I think you need to do to take care of this situation as quickly as possible for your own sanity. The first thing you can do, number one, is understand that all you can do is take care of you. You cannot be responsible for other adults. So what I'm saying is if your husband, if your wife, if your partner, you know, if your family member you live with who is an adult does not participate in eating healthy, just know that you won't be able to change them until they are ready to change. So the first thing I want you to do is stop trying, okay? Because it's not going to happen. And once you stop trying, it sort of eliminates a little bit of stress in this situation. So that's number one. All you can do is take care of you. Number two, what you can do is you can lead by example and you can show them the benefits. So if you're always on a diet of some sort, which I don't recommend, I want you to make lifestyle changes in your nutrition so that it's not a diet. But if you are on some type of diet or fad diet or detox or something like that, and you're walking around your house always saying, I'm starving, I'm miserable on this diet, you know, I wish I could have that. If you are saying these types of things in front of your partner, I can assure you that they are not coming along for that ride. And actually, you should not be on that ride because you should not be starving, you should not be miserable. If you are on a program like that, that is not a way of life and you cannot sustain it. So lead by example, by living a healthy life, eating healthy, eating real food. And when you talk about it with your partner or adult in the household, talk about how you feel. I feel amazing. My energy is so good right now. My skin is awesome. Oh, I just PR'd my race. I I never had felt better. I just had the greatest bike ride. I just had the best swim. Everything positive, right? That might catch their eye or their ear, I should say, and make them want to make a change. Because if they're not eating healthy, they probably don't feel amazing. Their skin does not radiate. They're having terrible athletic performance. They're sluggish all the time. They're sleepy. They're no energy. So if you're talking about all these positives and they want to pick up on that 
at some point, they might want to make that change. So lead by example and show them the benefits. But if you are being that person who's always talking about the negative things, I can't eat that, I'm on this program, or that is just not going to get them where you want them to be. Now the next one, number three, is talking a little bit about kids. So not only do you have a household potentially with a partner, a husband or a wife, but you might also have some kids and maybe they eat terrible, right? Uh, I hope not because you are the parent and it is my opinion and my feeling that as a parent, it is our job to teach our children how to eat properly. And that does not mean that you eat one meal and you make them another meal, okay? Anything you're eating, even if it's healthy, especially if it's healthy, should be what they're eating. I do not live in a place mentally where I think you should be making different meals for different people at the dinner table because one meal should be healthy for everybody and everybody should be able to eat that. So if you want your kids to be healthy, for one, they have to see what you're doing. They have to see that you're eating healthy. They don't want to see that you are on some kind of detox shake program where you only drink three times a day. If you would not let your child do that, then you should not do it as well. Um, You want to show your child that I eat vegetables with my meals. Every night at dinner, there should be a vegetable for you and your child and your partner on that plate. And you have to teach them and you have to lead the way. You honestly don't want to get stuck in a situation where you have let your kids lead that menu and every night you make them mac and cheese or pizza or whatever it is to get them to eat. You don't want to go down that path. So if you're a new mom, this is an awesome time to make sure when your child starts eating real food that you, again, feed them what you're going to be eating. Hopefully that's a healthy meal each night. If you're a mom who already got stuck in that path, don't feel bad because there's many of you out there and I am not here to judge you. I'm here to say, let's make a change. Let's make it quickly. And again, you're going to have to do that by leading by example, speaking very positively about how you like the meal, how you feel after the meal, things like that. And you just have to start integrating this healthy nutrition onto their plate and have them eating what you are eating too. Healthy food can taste amazing. I eat healthy all the time. My food tastes fantastic. My child eats it. My husband eats it. Doesn't have to be fancy. Doesn't have to take a long time. Uh, A lot of the recipes that I use are on my Pinterest board called ETB's Favorite Recipes. So you can certainly check that out. I'm not a great cook. So any of the recipes on there are fairly easy and healthy and they taste good. So definitely check that out if you have children. All those recipes on there my child eats. It basically, if it doesn't get my kid's thumb of approval, then I don't put it on the board (laughs) because I I want him to eat things that he enjoys too. And there's just way too many options of meals that I can make that he shouldn't have to eat things he hates. But then there is that fine balance of making sure that it's also not mac and cheese every night and pizza and burgers and fries. So if you have those children, it is time to incorporate them into this way of eating. Now, number four is definitely tied into number one. And it's number four I call stop the fight. So with that partner, with the adult in your house, you've got to stop the fight. It cannot be a daily struggle for you to keep telling your partner that they need to see eye to eye with you on food, on alcohol, and exercise. It just can't be. You have to let that go. As I said in number one, they have to make those changes when they are ready. 
So if you can't change them, I want you to stop the fight because for one, you don't want to be that nagging person all the time, right? You need to focus on you and your health. And if you feel like you have to fight every morning, every afternoon, every dinner, every time they pick up a cocktail, if you're constantly fighting with them, it's actually affecting you and your health and your stress as well. And that just elevates everything to a very negative level. So number four, stop the fight. And number five is probably one of the best things that you can do for this partner of yours who is not seeing eye to eye with you on health. If you're concerned about their health and you really think that they are sort of going downhill quickly, have them go to the doctor. Let them go to that general practitioner. Once a year, they should be getting a checkup. I mean, all of us should be getting a checkup once a year. Let the unbiased person Tell your partner that they need to make some healthy changes. Let them get their blood work done. Let them get their blood pressure checked. Let them look at their cholesterol. All those things. Let the doctor be the nag instead of you, all right? And honestly, that's one of the best ways to deal with someone in your household that's not healthy. Letting the doctor talk to them about hopefully some of those consequences of what their health is doing to them by not eating well, by not working out, And that, in combination with all your positivity about how great you feel and being this role model with your nutrition and your workouts, together that might open their eyes. And at that point, maybe they will want to make a change. But you truly have to let them do it in their time when they are ready. Now, the next part of the podcast was talking about how to go to a party, go to a function, go to a wedding, how do you do that without being on a diet and being that negative person on your night out? Well, just so you know, I go out too. I really don't go out very often. I'm not the most exciting person. But when I go out, I am not going to this function and not going to enjoy myself. I'm not going to go to a function with a negative perspective because I know there's going to be unhealthy food and I don't want to eat bad. You know, like sometimes you go in with this negativity because you, again, I understand it. Maybe you're on my program or you're trying to drop some weight and, and this is going to hurt it. I understand that feeling. But at the same time, if you don't go to these functions very often, then it's not going to sabotage everything. But you do have to stay, you know, somewhat in control. So here's a few guidelines on how to handle going out to that function, going to that wedding, etc., maintaining your health, but also not being that downer that nobody wants to be around. So the first thing you can do is if you have the option to choose your meal, because sometimes they ask you, you know, are you a vegetarian? Do you need anything special? Um, Do you want A, B, or C? If you have a choice, I always say go with the chicken or the fish. All right. So like right off the bat, And if it's even before you go to the party where you can make that decision, you know, make that healthier choice right off the bat. Try to avoid the pasta, the cream sauces as well. Um, If you're a vegetarian, obviously go ahead and order your vegetarian dish. But I always avoid the cream sauces, anything too heavy. I'm not a huge red meat eater. I have it once in a while. Um, But you could have it. If you don't have it very often and they're going to offer a steak, you could have it that night, especially because you don't have it very often, right? This is not something you're doing every night. This is a special function. 
Um, the next thing you need to do is you need to get the side salad. So try to put a vegetable on the plate, whether it be the salad or the broccoli, whatever. You could even ask them for extra vegetables. Now, of course, they are probably gonna come to the table, hopefully not, but they might come in a lot of butter. They might be really greasy, really oily, but go ahead and have like a serving of the vegetables because it's gonna help fill you up. So that's important too, is like, I, I want you to eat because I don't want you to be starving at the function. Um, and a little, you know, extra oil, a little bit of butter, it's not gonna kill you for one night. So go ahead and have that vegetable on the side. One thing you can do if you really, you know, trying to be good is avoid bread at the table. They're gonna put a bunch of white rolls on your table. <laughs> and hopefully you didn't show up at the event starving, so you don't need that bread. Just say no, you're not, you don't want any bread, okay? Um, that shouldn't really open too many eyes around the table if you pass on having some bread. Now the fourth thing that's important, do not tell everyone, especially at your table, but do not tell everyone that you cannot eat that because you are on a program or you are on a diet. Nobody needs to know any of that, right? Just pass on the bread just say no i don't want any you know i'm good or you know that no i'm not i'm not interested in that i'll pass it doesn't have to be a production it does, you don't have to tell anyone i mean just don't tell anybody do your thing they're doing their thing you're probably not questioning their choices well hopefully you're not don't judge other people let them do their thing but do your thing but don't mention it to everybody cuz that's that is how you start attracting all that attention. And then everybody's like, well, why are you on a diet? And you shouldn't be on a diet. And then everybody gives their opinion and you didn't even ask, okay? So don't tell anybody anything, do your own thing. My fifth thing that I would do before, during, and after this function is hydrate like crazy with water, all right? So if you're gonna have a cocktail, I recommend try to limit it to one cocktail that evening, okay? Savor that cocktail. Maybe don't have it right away. Be drinking water for a while, really be hydrating, and then maybe wait for your cocktail to have it with dinner. Savor it, enjoy it. But if you're gonna have more than one, can you max it at two? That would be like my absolute max. And what I want you to do is I want you to have several glasses of water when you first get there. I want you to have your drink. Then I want you to have two to three glasses of water and then the second drink if you want it still at that point. So you're staying very, very hydrated. It's gonna make a big difference in how you feel the next day, trust me. Now why only two glasses? Do I really even have to answer that? As soon as you start having three, four, it turns into five, six. Who knows how many? But the point is having lots and lots of alcohol is a lot of extra calories and it only puts you in a state of oh, what the heck, I don't care. I'm gonna go ahead and eat everything. I'm just gonna start over tomorrow. It puts you, you know, you, you lose the inhibitions, you lose your goals, you stop caring, and then the next morning you really regret all those extra drinks. So if you can limit it to one or two drinks, I, I promise you the next morning, you are going to be so happy with your decisions that you made. And then the last thing is share a dessert if you can. So I'm not telling you not to have dessert. like. Again, you're going to this function. You don't go to these functions all the time. They have some gorgeous wedding cake. Give it a try. But usually the pieces they give you are huge. So I say, you know, share the dessert with your partner. If they don't want to share, have a few bites, maybe have half of it, and then put your napkin on it and push it away. 
I always like put something on it and push it away. I mean, if you really wanted to go for it, you throw a bunch of salt on it, but people then might start questioning you. So don't do that because the point is not to be a Debbie Downer uh, or a Debbie Salter. <laughs> so I just, you know, have a few bites, enjoy it. They actually say like you only enjoy the first one or two bites. And after that, it's just like you're eating it to eat it. Um, I know right now you're sitting in your car going, that's not true. I enjoy the entire cake, but have a few bites. Try not to have the whole thing. Then just literally take your napkin and you're done. Put it on top of it. You're not likely to pick that napkin back up. It's all, you know, frosty now from the cake and eat again. So I think that, you know, the putting the napkin over kind of push the plate aside is a great way to stop yourself. And it may call the, um, the waiter over to come and take your plate away. And that is a great way to end it, right? The best feeling is to wake up the day after that party and think, oh, wow, I feel great. Not, ugh, my stomach's bloated, I'm constipated, I'm hungover, I'm dehydrated, and I feel like crap. Like, really, right? I really wish I drank more and ate more crap last night, said no one ever, right? Said no one ever. So if you can make some of these choices on that special day, you know, you've got that wedding to look forward to, you've got something to look forward to, don't be afraid of that evening. Just keep it in control. And I wouldn't like weigh myself the next day because I can almost guarantee you if you go out to eat like that, the food is just loaded in sodium. You're going to have water retention. So if you are up two to three pounds after a night, even if you were in control of yourself, honestly, it's water retention. You're not, you're not gaining two to three pounds from one meal unless you went out of control. So just don't worry about it. Give yourself a few days, you know, really drink a lot of water the next day. Make sure you're working out. Never show up at those functions hungry as well. I mean, it's a great idea to have like a protein shake before you go so that you are not hungry at all. Uh, but that's the best way to get through an event like that. Again, even if you go with that unhealthy partner to the event, you know, you just do what you need to do so that you feel good and don't worry about everyone else, but don't bring everybody else down because you're trying to watch your weight, your waistline, your health, all that. Just kind of make it a personal thing. So I always say like health is like your religion. And I feel that religion, this is personal, but I feel that religion is personal. It doesn't need to be everybody's business on what you believe spiritually, things like that. Not everyone needs to know about your weight loss or your nutrition or your health, unless they ask you. If they ask you, then great, maybe you want to share that. But if you are, you know, always a downer at these functions and you're always gonna be acting like one, nobody, nobody enjoys that. So make your health and your nutrition like your religion and make it personal, make it just for you. If you love the healthy plan you are on, then live it, be proud of it, all of a sudden you're gonna see that you are that role model for your partner, for others watching you, and that will spread onto them eventually. But don't worry about what they're doing, just worry about what you're doing, and of course, worry about what your children are doing because you are the one who teaches them, all right? So there you go, you can survive any function there is with those tips. You can 
survive living with someone who is not a healthy person because you're going to sort of detach yourself from trying to change them and you're going to just focus on what works for you. Those are the most important things. What do I have coming up? I have the best program of the year coming up. It's the Holiday Challenge. It's not until December. It's December 18th. And don't worry, even if you're on vacation, you can do this program. And this year, the theme is Rock That Six Pack. You're going to get, let's see, one, two, three, four, five six-pack videos that you get access to. They are all my newest ab work that is so killer. I was so sore after I filmed everything. Um, The holiday challenge is now open for registration because it actually does sell out every year. So the best way to get all of the details on the holiday challenge, it's completely online and it is open to anyone. You do not have to have done one of my programs in the past. We get over a hundred people in the group. It is so much fun. I have prizes and the goal of the challenge is not to gain weight over the holidays. So we have lots of daily challenges. We do the six pack work as well. Um, Again, I try to guide you through two of the hardest weeks of the year so that you don't start the new year five to 10 pounds, overweight, feeling bloated, constipated, and unhappy. (laughs) There's no better way to start the year than feeling awesome. And honestly, everybody who did it last year, they end up registering again because they send me emails and they say things like, that was the only year I didn't gain weight over the holidays. I felt so great. Um, so it's really awesome. Go to shockthatbody.com if you want to register. You'll see all of my workout programs there, but Rock That Body Holiday Challenge is there as well. If for whatever reason you can't find it, you can always email me at kim at earnthatbody.com. Always happy to send you that information. And I hope you have a fantastic, super healthy week. All I want you to do is focus on you and be a great role model for others. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.